there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. guys, welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast where we tell the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world. I really need to get like little drawings on popsicle sticks for our videos yeah. so I can like pop them mm. up as you say things. Yeah, so you can hold them up. Yeah. <laughs> Soon. I like it. I'll get really crafty and really drunk one night and that will be what comes of it. <laughs> There we go. Um, I like it. Well, before we get into our whole episode of beautiful folkloriness, um, there is like one major alluring announcement thing we got for you guys. <laughs> so I talk a lot with my hands. <laughs> so we will tell you guys all about it in the next episode but we just want to let you know we are so excited for what is to come in the world of alluring um we know we are a fairly new podcast of only a few episodes out so <laughs> to have your guys's support means we are just going to make the show better out of all the people that have been donating on patreon holy shit thank you guys so much Every penny has gone right back into the show which is wonderful because it's allowed us to work on some new things and it will be heading your way soon enough. So we'll let you know all about it in the next episode. But stay tuned. And don't forget to follow us on social media for updates. And we are switching our episode layout a little bit today. After a lot of refining. So this is like a, a big thing. So either you guys are absolutely going to love this. Or you're going to hate it. And we're going to... Um, We're going to find out yeah. along the way. Yeah, let us know, but be nice, please. <laughs> please be nice. I have Yeah, 2022 <laughs> is going to be a great year for this podcast and um so grateful for everyone who stuck around through the mess that has been 2021 and getting censored by different <laughs> uh <laughs> broadcasts and uh, all sorts of stuff. You know you're doing it right when the government censors you 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, N now we can do show stuff. <laughs> now we can get to the show show. The reason we're here. Hey, do you want to go first this time? Since we're switching things up? 
Oh, no. I always ask you. What did you find, Lori? Yeah. Yeah, I usually go first, but I'll go first again just to keep some things the same. Yeah. So some people may not realize, but it's the best time of the year. Today, Spotify wrapped drop. (laughs) And that's all over social media. That's all you see. And um, literally, literally, my entire top artist top song all five top songs and top artists was bo burnham's inside so i don't know what that says about my mental state in 2021 but it's not it's not great but so i was really excited because my sister's top podcast was our podcast on spotify so if if we were your top podcast Please send us a picture because that would just be amazing. Um, and I want to see if other people, if that happened to other people too. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> Bo Burnham's inside, baby, <laughs> on repeat all year. The the internet song is the one that speaks to me, to be completely fair. Yeah, that, that, was, that was number three. Oh. <laughs> <I'll>, uh... <laughs> I love it so much. Well, we were my brother's top podcast too. He sent it to me this morning. He's like, bro, check it out. Oh. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to siblings always being there. Hell, hell yeah for your uh, what did? <laughs> yeah. What did what did you find alluring this week, Kimmy? Um, holy shit. I totally had just like, <laughs> I just had a child, I call it child moments where I just like sit mm-hmm. somewhere in awe. Edgar was an absolute sweetheart and I've been wanting to go to like the Van Gogh like live exhibit since the moment I found out about it. He's like one of like I get him as a person but like I really love his art. His art's very like speaks to me or whatever like I look at it like I like how they look at art in the Sundance Film Festival in the 2000s and like that's how I feel about it but he took me to that exhibit And I was just so blissfully happy to just lay on the floor and feel like I was part of one of the paintings. And it was like absolutely magical. And I'm like, hmm. So I'm still kind of... That's the one where it's like a traveling exhibit where they have like lights and stuff. So like Mm -hmm. entire rooms are like his paintings, right? Yeah. So what it is, is like you walk through and it just has like some stands, which are close-ups of his paintings that talk about his life and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> it yeah. was funny because we would read it and Edgar would be like, ha, nice. <laughs> it's like we went through it. <laughs> and we were like, we're pretty loud, but it's just art. Everyone experienced art different. I don't think you should be quiet in an art museum because that's not how everyone experiences it. But that's just me. Yeah. Anyway, whole different topic. But you go through it and then you enter a room and it's just a square and it has like two pillars in it too. Kind of like a D, like a classic D and D castle map. <laughs> That's a good way to think of it. <laughs> and it projects onto the pillars, the walls, and the floor, and it just changes. It goes from like the different paintings, and it kind of follows his life based off what you read before. It was just so beautiful, and I, I was just in love. I even got the sunflower shirt because it's like one of my top paintings. <laughs> And I don't know. Nice. Oh, man, that was Lori. That was absolutely breathtaking. And I'm still... That's awesome. I, like, I'm going to keep going, so you have to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know who um, goes after people who are allowed in uh, art <laughs> museums? Our, uh, our story today, uh, cue campfire sounds. I gotta get. I gotta get. I gotta get serious for this part. This is this is Krampus describing himself. <clears throat> I am he, born in the horns of badness, here for naughty children who never cry in real sadness. Until they met me, that is. My name is Krampus, Santa's dark and perfect twin. At my fancy, I will swat you with my birch branch, then pop you in the rough burlap sack. To carry you upon my back, taking you to the furnace that stokes the flames of hell. My goody two-shoes brother leaves coal in your stocking as a warning of what might come to pass. But still with his cookies and candy, he's a right panty-waist dandy. As for me, I get straight to the point. You, <laughs> you not ones are fun. May the nice ones get a mouthful of cavities. I'll be at your door, not by way of the chimney, on the fifth day of December night. Well, before my blubbery brother and his sleigh full of toys take flight. When I arrive, mice don't sleep, they scatter. Only in Santa's vermin-filled daydream do they matter. And by the by, children, there were many more reindeer than the ones you know. They are so tasty, I love them, baked in a crusty pie. <laughs> or perhaps roasted and served with a nice bit of Yorkshire pudding and seasoned dish of elf on the side. I'm getting hungry, and Rudolph does look ripe and quite plump. My mouth is watering. Yum. Must dash to the reindeer stalls. To all you, a tasty night. <laughs> it sounded like someone trying to be hard. <laughs> right. That is it hard. It's like, I eat reindeers and fuck my fat happy brother. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what are we talking about? <laughs> so, as the days get shorter and nights get longer, we get closer to the winter solstice. During this time of year, many love to celebrate by feasting with family, enjoying a good drink, and getting their homes ready for a visit from old St. Nick. But what many don't know is St. Nick doesn't come alone, and he actually has a demon that accompanies him in his work. So while the Jolly Saint gives out gifts to all the kids that have been good, his companion will take any naughty children and give them a lump of coal followed by either scaring them, pushing them, or taking back their souls to hell. This week is going to be a part one of a two-part naughty and nice special. Ooh, so we're doing a fun little Christmassy, yule holiday whatever you celebrate with snowy... Yeah special and we're pretty hyped about it and what better way to start that than with a famous quote-unquote naughty demon known as krampus so this folktale is known in german slovenia hungary and europe to name a few but it's believed to have originated from austria folklore this devilish man is known to lurk around the early parts of december and help saint nicholas by punishing any children that have misbehaved during the year and then, ooh, slide three. Oh, 
nice little uh got a nice little you're all familiar with uh the night before christmas i i presume well we got the night before krampus much more exciting <laughs> i read i read that and i thought it was like the nightmare <laughs> before christmas and little 13 year old me was like oh! <laughs> There's another Tim Burton thing about this. It's not. <laughs> that was my original search into Google, but unfortunately, yeah, Tim Burton pretty much uh, owns that name at this point. Respect. Uh, <laughs> Hugh, royalty-free Christmas music. Um, <laughs> Twas the night before Christmas, and deep in our bunker, my mom, dad, and sister, and I did hunker. The streetlights were dark, no carolers sang, not even the blessings of church bells rang. And beneath our bed, we huddled tight and hoped he would pass by our house tonight. Everyone knows the jolly Saint Nick and the gifts that he brings on his single night trick. And the presents and baubles and candy and toys that he brings every Christmas to good girls and boys. But it wasn't the man with a red suit and white beard whose annual Christmas visit we feared. Outside in the snow, we heard a loud howl the crunching of ice and an animal growl. I heard a sniff by our window pane, then a throaty laugh and saw red eyes like flame. My sister and I both stared horrified and prayed that the creature could not get inside. But a moment later, a thundering pound turned our door to splinters all over the ground. I screamed as the creature into our home came, this horrible beast, Von Krampus by name. He was massively tall, at least seven feet, from the point of his horns to his hoof shouldn't feet. Across his back, what I mistook for a coat was a shaggy long hair and a filthy dead goat. And I cried and I swallowed my terrified pangs and a sight of his wickedly razor-sharp fangs. His claw-fingered hands looked ready for pain, and one was a bullwhip, the other a chain. He growled and he sneered and he laughed for a while. Then he pointed at us and said, naughty, with a smile. <laughs> no, no, no. Cool. I absolutely hated everything that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were hiding. Those little bitches knew what they did. They knew. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn. And before we learn more about who this complete monstrosity is, we're going to go to a real quick commercial break. Yeah. Be right back. Tune in to your sponsor. Radio sound. When exploring the forest and foraging for mushrooms, it can be extremely difficult to tell whether a mushroom is poisonous, safe to consume, or part of a fairy ring that will end up trapping you in the fey realm forever. So before you go harvesting these adorable little fungi, and you know, possibly becoming a face servant for the rest of your life, you should head over to Skillshare. Skillshare has thousands of hands-on creative classes you can explore for pretty much anything, from mushroom hunting to making a hearty forged forest stew, or even painting an adorable mushroom, Skillshare has it all. They also have a collection of teachers who are experts, pros, and industry icons, and they are all excited to share their wisdom, experience, and trusted techniques with you. So you can learn from creators all around the world right in the comfort of your own home. And whether you're a beginner or pro, looking for a new hobby, or wanting to take your creative career to the next level, Skillshare has the inspiration and classes to help you accomplish your goals. Plus, 
our listeners who sign up get a free one month trial of Skillshare. So what are you waiting for? Join Skillshare today by going to skillshare.eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on the Skillshare banner. Again, that's skillshare.eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Skillshare banner to get that one month free trial of Skillshare today. Hey guys, welcome back from that little commercial break. <laughs> oh, wow. This, I hope you feel moved. I hope you cried a tear of joy as you joined one of those free trials that supported our show or even bought a product. Pretty neat of you to do. Feel nice and ready to figure out who this dang Krampus fellow really is. Oh yeah, so if you look at this <laughs> lovely photo, you may be wondering, what is this demon? Well, ladies and gents and ladies and thems, that's Krampus. So, appearance-wise, Krampus is no jolly man in a red suit. He is described as a hairy, half-goat, half-man demon. Some lore suggests that he has both his feet as hooves, hence the bottom half of him being goat. So... This isn't a reverse mermaid situation. It's just... <laughs> He's just both. He's just both. It's a reverse mermaid situation in the sense of it being like split down the legs. Yes. Yes. So there is lore that says he has one leg that's human and one leg that has hoofs. So in that case, it is reverse half mermaid. <laughs> kind of thing. Quarter, quarter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll go with it. It works because then he can lure people with one legs, okay? And then he can lure uh, goats with the other. So he does like a little yeah. show depending on the audience. And then the yeah, real. He, he does a little. Like, <laughs> and then when you're lured in, he shows the hoof. <laughs> he clacks the gets ya. hoof as he does yeah, it. Yeah, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> That's what draws you in. It's like a snake charmer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, so, but his whole body is covered in hair. It's typically brown or black, and it's a bit patchy all over the place. Like it's all there, but some spots are more dense. Um, of course, he has bloodshot eyes, and he comes off mangled and deranged. He has long fangs and is famously known for his long red pointed tongue that hangs out of his mouth. So that's him body wise. And he also isn't running around wearing a red suit, but he does have his own personal style that works for him. So firstly, he is known to carry around a rutin. So a rutin is a bundle of birch branches that he will use to occasionally swat at children. Um, depending on the lore you read, more Christian-based stories say it's actually a whip he carries to punish the children that misbehave, but many cultures say it's a rutin. And even to this day, I think it's really cool, people will place rutins over the fireplace and they leave it all year long 
so the kids can remember to be good. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I think is great parenting. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're going to get smacked by that twig right there. By the devil, if you don't mm-hmm. be good. <laughs> and the he also has chains that are wrapped around him and he drags them with him. They are heavy, and they sometimes have various bells attached to them to warn people that he's nearby and ready to judge. Uh, The Christian church said the chains symbolize the binding of the devil, but I just like to think he likes to accessorize. Because guys love chains. Who doesn't love to wear a cute chain? Chains are in, you know? They are in, and (laughs) the best part... After hearing your little story thing about him liking to eat reindeers, I like to think he makes the bell sound like the reindeers. That's oh, no. like, That's where he got all the bells from. He's like, mm, Rodolph was good. Here's a bell. It's like, he's like his marks on his headboard. That's like the equivalent of it, but it's yeah. to eating. Oh no! <laughs> One bell does, for each reindeer. Does Rudolph have like a little red light? <laughs> yeah, that's that's why his lips are red for meeting Rudolph. So Rudolph's nose. We mark the show as explicit. Oh. If your kid's getting traumatized, it's because you're letting them listen yeah. to it. Listen to this. Uh... Warning now, listen to the Santa episode if you're with children. We don't know. Santa episode. So far, the Santa's <laughs> going to be way more appropriate than the Krampus. But hey. We should label. Let's label these backwards. This will be the Santa episode. <laughs> Flip it. See what Just happens. Throw people off. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if your kids are listening to this, you guys are either really cool parents or you just don't know at all. So. <laughs> Uh, really cool really cool Paris <laughs> uh, and then okay back to this um the final accessory he has is a giant sack or a basket with straps that and he carries it on his back so when he takes any children that have misbehaved he will stuff them into it and take them away from their home later to drown them eat them or throw them in the pits of hell <laughs> so ah Jeez. Yeah. So, what do you think his personality is like, just based off his appearance? Because we judge based off the my poem that I read, like how he just like kicked down the door and kind of laughed. I'm gonna say he's a cocky guy for sure. Okay. Um. Doesn't doesn't put up with these dang kids being naughty. That's for sure. No, that's a really good. That's a really good explanation for that. So <laughs> it's hard to kind of explain it because nothing just tells you what his personality is like. So it's important to know he does come across as a scary demon, but it's only because his role is to punish kids that have been terrible and to teach them that if they don't repent for their sins, well, in Christianity, you know, or if they don't do better, or be better people, he will drag them to hell. So he doesn't come off as mischievous, which a lot of, I feel like, creatures do. But yeah. he's just very like, I'm going to punish you if you've been bad. And that's my job. And I take my job seriously. Personality. Yeah, a man's got a job to do. You know, you got to respect it. 
Yeah, and he he isn't known for being talkative either, so he'll like laugh and chuckle and stuff. But boy does love some schnapps since it keeps him warm. Oh, and visits from home to home, so he doesn't. Is, is that how you keep Krampus away? You yeah. So you put schnapps on your door. Okay, I love that. So I didn't write it in here because I couldn't find a way, but I know I bring it up. So I couldn't find a recipe for it but you can make like krampus schnapps and it's like supposed to be like a chocolate like pepperminty schnapps and you leave it on the bottle on your porch and it's like schnapps for krampus (laughs) and i freaking love that and i like tried to look up where you could get some to like plug it in but i couldn't find just like krampus schnapps it was like always like a bunch of like different kind of liquors so yeah. if someone has a recipe, please send it. I could not find something and I, I'd have to make it without chocolate. Well, I'll have to ask, I'll have to ask the girls at the Booze and Ghouls show because they make so, drinks all the time. One thing um, my grandpa, the, my ger- on my German side of the family used to do throughout the year. So in the summertime, you feel, they literally have this big jar. It's like probably like a foot tall and just a big like honey looking jar okay and you fill it you fill it like halfway with schnapps and then throughout the year you add like leftover fruit to it and like let it ferment throughout the year and then around christmas time you crack that bad boy open and i'd have to ask my family but i wonder if it's related i actually think that's what it is because when I was looking at the history of Krampus schnapps, it described it as like a fruity drink, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I could have that," you know. But then when I was looking up like recipes or like drinks with it, every everything was like, "Oh, you mix it with like some chocolate and peppermint," and I was like, "Ew, gross." <laughs> but, Interesting. Yeah, I'll um, I, I we have one at my mom's house right now. I'll post a, a picture of it. Will be up on the screen here. Oh my god, that's um, so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that, that would make sense that that's what it is. Because I always thought that was such a weird, like, why don't you just buy alcohol? But Right. No, it's like a... Interesting. It relates to the winter solstice, and I'll kind of get into that. But it's just like you're collecting all the harvest from the year, and you're kind of enjoying the last bit of it before the new year comes. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Oh. But anyway, so Krampus loves his drink. So he's not... He's not an asshole. <laughs> he just treats assholes by punishing them. I don't know. I never know the proper, like, there's there's a name for it or something. <laughs> like, yeah. I remembered that. Sorry. No, I hate good. to go back. No, go it's back. Called, it's called a rumtoff or rumtoff, however you pronounce it in German. And it's actually a rum base, but then you fill it with <laughs> preserved th- fruit throughout the year, which brandy is just fruit alcohol so i guess the vodka eventually turns into brandy i think but yeah if i just showed up at your parents house like with your mom and i'm like hi um yeah. i'm the co-host <laughs> room tough please could you please give me this drink thank god <laughs> and i'll just pop back down <laughs> yeah that'll be my first interaction with her too i'll be like oh good <laughs> and then pop back down <laughs> oh my 
my goodness. All right. Okay. Now, now we're off the schnapps. Not really. Now I want. Yeah. Now I want to yeah. try yeah. that. Move, moving forward. <sighs> okay. We'll have some after the show. Oh, that sounds so good. All right. Well, now time for a little bit more history. So, Krampus is heavily tied today with the holiday season, but it didn't start out that way. Krampus's possible origins and roots date back to pre-Germanic paganism. His name, Krampin, translates to claw. And tradition says that Krampus was the son of Hel, a Norse goddess of the underworld. Which I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Um, As time went on, he grew in popularity. And you and I both know if a demon-like creature becomes popular enough, who's going to want an opinion about it? Catholic Church, the, woo! The Catholic We've Church. come full circle, baby. <laughs> Shoot the fireworks. Uh, the, the day people are like, Kimmy's Catholic, and she says the most shit about it will be yeah. beautiful. <laughs> so during the 12th century, the Catholic Church wasn't too fond of Krampus due to his devil-like appearance. And they even tried to ban any Krampus celebration. Even Austria's, Austria's, sorry, even Austria's conservative Christian Social Party tried to get rid of the charming devil in 1934. Guess what? Christians may work hard, but the devil works harder. Locals both. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting better with writing, you guys. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) That's sure. That's merch material right there. So, locals both loved and feared this holiday spirit and refused to let go of their traditions, which later resulted in the local churches pairing Krampus up with Old St. Nick in the Christian winter celebration of the 17th century. Working with him, he gave gifts to the children while Krampus, well, punished the other ones. So, (laughs) this, I'm going to change your life with this next thing. This charming devil grew so much in popularity, he even became the poster boy for the postcard industry boom in Germany and Austria in 1890s. Really? (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I love this so much. These holiday cards typically said, Gross von Krampus, which translated to greetings from Krampus. But the images weren't so holly and jolly. It would show Krampus stuffing panicked children into his basket, getting ready to swat at them with his rutten or dragging them away with chains. <laughs> these holiday cards. <laughs> these holiday cards. Imagine getting that in the mail. What the heck? I want. Like, oh, we got a we got a nice holiday card from Grandma Timmy, and it's just fucking the devil just eating them. Listen, when I have kids, I will send. A Krampus themed Christmas card and I'll tell yeah. them like just freak out and it will be the best thing ever. It's on my list. My, my nephew is getting ex- exclusively Krampus cards for yes. the next at least 20 years. I love it so much. It's a it's a great <laughs> I love uh, Krampus and Saint Nick. Yeah. I get a little bit of my Halloween still but I get my Holly Jolly too. Yeah. But best of both worlds. I think that's where it comes from. Yeah. That's why people like Krampus so much, is because they're still like, Halloween just comes and goes, you know? You get it. So that's why, like, Nightmare Before Christmas is so popular. It's both. Right. No, I. Uh, yeah. That, that's the balance of it, but. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh, these these holiday cards <laughs> were meant to make you go aw, like aw, like how cute. It was more of a reminder for children to behave or Krampus would come and snatch them up. Oh. <laughs> Plus they typically contain humorous rhymes or poems to bring season cheer. So it was like a comedy card is a great way to think of it. Yeah. And if you look at this picture right here, <laughs> kid that my favorite is that little ginger in the sailor outfit because he just looks like he's been a shit all year you know <laughs> and yeah he's just pulling on his ear his ears is ripping him <laughs> brutal oh my goodness uh and <laughs> the thing is when i say there was a postcard boom it there was a a fucking postcard boom <laughs> these oh. yeah <laughs> He even found his way into some more scandalous postcards that were perfect for people with adult humor. So, um, I don't have any photos of these to show, and I'm not going to get... I don't know if, I don't know if we can. <laughs> no, and I'm not going to get any more into it, because after just one Google image search, not even scrolling, that's just like the first little chunk there. I decided that was enough internet today and had zero desire to do any more research. <laughs> but let me just say, fair enough. You can use your imagination. I guarantee you they have it on old 1980s adult Krampus postcard. <laughs> it was like they like made Krampus like a sexy woman in some of them and I was like, mm. I feel like I'm on the dark side of deviant art in the early 2000s. <laughs> I found it. Wearing like a tight leather oh, outfit. That was nice. <laughs> nice. I knew. I was like, he has Krampus, to Google it. Krampus kind of thick, though. <laughs> Krampus kind of This is how it goes. This is how the show ends <laughs> on thick Krampus. <laughs> I feel like not on the YouTube video, but we should post this on the website. We should the people the people should see it. It's it's appropriate. We'll, yeah, we'll put, we'll post a link. There were some like really bad ones. Yeah. I I was even yeah. We'll post we'll post the one I'm looking at. It's it's not too bad. You know, you know they've made him rap like, what's the word for it? Like, they've over sexualized him. When I typed in adult Krampus like 1890s postcards. And one of the first yeah. things that come up, because the text comes up before I click images, and it's what Wattpad? How do you say that? Wattpad? It's like where all the yeah. all the people write like smut and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I don't want to click on the images from <laughs> that this. That is stained blue. <laughs> I was like, mm -mm. I was at work too, and I was like, hmm, I'm on my break. Let me see. And immediately closed. I put it. the I put the photo I saw in the live notes. Okay. I'm checking it out. <laughs> it's so terrible. All right. Oh, moving on. Anyway, so thick Krampus. <laughs> even so, even these postcards during the boom. So during the postcard boom um, that happened during the winter solstice, it wasn't until 2004 when the art director and graphic designer Monet Beauchamp 
published a book of Krampus cards and organized an art show inspired by them. It's unclear whether this is specifically when Krampus became an iconic icon in America, but around the time, he quickly took the U.S. by storm from low-budget Krampus movies, ugly Krampus sweaters, and even Krampus-inspired gifts. The representation of Krampus has even changed, and while older versions of him are more frightful, more modern takes of are like him as like a cute little demon. So regardless of how you look at it, the history of Krampus has made one hell, <laughs> pun intended, of an impression, and this devilish creature has found its way into many hearts during the cold winter nights. And so now that you know a bit of the history of Krampus, I want to tell you about the holiday. Ooh, how do I pronounce this? Krampusnacht? Krampusnacht? Krampusnatch. Krampus Krampusnatch. It's like Krampusnatch. Kramp- yeah. Like because he snatches people. Krampusnatch. 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 That makes sense. That sounds right. Sure. During December 6th, people gather indoors and celebrate with a feast and drinks as they wait for St. Nicholas to come and bring the children gifts. But old St. Nicholas doesn't travel alone. His good old Paul Krampus tags along and helps him out. This is when the holiday Ryan's mom pronounced correctly, or I pronounced incorrectly, comes into play. <laughs> so, this day translates to Krampus night, which is December 5th. That evening, Krampus will appear in the streets, visiting homes and businesses on a mission to punish any naughty children by either beating them with a runnet, shoving them in his basket, dragging them to hell, or just chasing them to scare them. <laughs> Since he will sometimes wander around a St. Nick, he will take care of the misbehaved children, even placing a lump of coal in the children's shoes as St. Nick places a gift in theirs. So I I was going to ask you if you ever did anything with the shoe gift stuff. Yeah. Aw. Yeah, you put your shoes out. Um, we didn't have a chimney, so we did ours by the front door. And you don't get, like, your gifts in your shoes, okay. but you get, like candy oh small gift kind of like what you would expect in your stocking oh okay just in a shoe instead i think that might be where stockings came from like the same concept because people it's easier than a dirty shoe yeah (laughs) i'm like i don't want to eat feet candy (laughs) yeah we'll find that out in the santa episode (laughs) (laughs) the next one (laughs) but um yeah so anyway, around this holiday, people in Austria, Germany, Slovenia, Hungary, and the Czech Republic. I did not say that right. Czech Republic. Check, check. Just check. Czech Republic. I've been doing so good with words on this episode. Yeah, you were, on, you were on it until just now. It's, yeah. it's slipping. It's, yeah, we'll leave it. We'll so, leave it. Yeah, fine. that's why you going. guys are here. Um, we'll participate yeah. in the Krampusloth. So every year, they will have a parade of 100 people dressed up as Krampus marching through the towns. And when I say dressed as Krampus, I mean they get all decked out. People will wear fur suits, horns, hooves, and even demon masks that are either like wooden or made of latex, all that cool like special effects makeup artist stuff. And they'll also carry around yeah. rumpnets, chains, bells, baskets, basket backpacks, um, walking staffs. They look just fucking like him. It's so crazy. Yeah. 
And then for our for our video listeners, the picture on the screen is from one of those parades. For our audio listeners, uh, check it out. But uh, it's it's scary. Like the people go, they go in on this holiday. Like like the outfits are so elaborate. I I love a good themed party, you guys. <laughs> yeah, who so does? Cool. Um. So, um, this parade is about two hours. Um, so I was just looking at one of these events that happened. So I'm talking about like this event specific, but there is a lot of connection of this with other ones. So this parade was about two hours and starts as the sun starts to set. Then all the Krampuses will march, scaring bad children into good behavior while parents and well-behaved kids have a jolly good time. And since they are Krampus, they do things like whipping the legs of children with the run nets stealing hats from people, or even handing out some Krampus schnapps to the adults in the crowd. So, I think it sounds great. It's, if you're it sounds a, great as an adult. Well, if you're a kid <laughs> and you're a shit kid, this is the consequence yeah. of your actions, you know? Yeah. But if you're a good your kid... bring you to the parade. Yeah, because, like, I saw... I, I couldn't find it, but a few months ago I saw a video, and it was, like, an older one, where the Krampus comes in the house... And one kid is losing his shit, and he just kind of looks like he's a troublemaker. But then, like, mm-hmm. the, there's, like, two others, and they're completely fine. And they're, like, kind of happy, because they didn't yeah. do anything they're bad. Like, he's not here for me. He's here for this. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get him out of here. Like, that would be me. I'd yeah. be like, ah, my brother's over there. Go grab him, you know? My other brother would be like, yeah. yeah, go grab that one, you know? So... <laughs> So, I don't know. It's just, I think it's really fun. It's a great celebration to get hammered and to get out of the house during those long, cold winter days. And it's a reminder to be kind during the year or else Krampus is going to get your ass. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I That's all, like, the history and stuff I have. But I freaking, I think that's so fun. Like, that's definitely on my bucket list. But, pe- the, like, you can get chased by Krampus, like, People were saying that they'd like make eye contact with one and they would like run from them and it would just yeah. chase them. And I was like, that's amazing. Oh, that seems like so much fun. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Well, we have a new segment, everybody. Called Modern Takes with Ryan. It's a working title. Um, we're going to. So we're going to talk about some of the, like, the modernness of uh, this thing. So I believe Krampus is the perfect Christmas anti-hero. And uh, the rise in popularity of Krampus in the United States is is pretty interesting. Because I feel, I don't know if you feel like it, but I feel like he just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, no one talked about it. But then these last, like, few years, it's just been, like, everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, you see it on, you see, there's a Krampus Funko Pop, <laughs> there's Krampus toys, there's Krampus, like, dolls, and he's supposed to be, like, this scary thing. There's also Krampus t-shirts, a shameless merch plug. <coughs> uh, check it shirts. out. <laughs> yeah, um, so needless to say, our hands are not clean of the, uh, Krampus, uh, revival that seems to be happening. Um, 
But one, I was I was just reading a couple articles about it, and one brought up a really good point. There's been kind of like an anti-consumerism trend over these past few years around Christmas because people are like moving away from what the holiday's supposed to be about, just to be like, let's buy stuff. And I feel like Krampus being the anti-hero of Christmas is also kind of at the same time like goes hand in hand with the rise in oh, okay. anti-consumerism. Um, that or the thought of coal no longer scares children because coal's <laughs> expensive. <laughs> well, like, I think what it could be, too, is <laughs> it, it's like the generation coming in now, too. I don't know. You Gen Z's yeah. are fucking wild. You're like beautiful chaos. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only way to explain it. <laughs> like, even yeah. and a little bit of Gen Y, they're very, like... Like, we dealt, I felt like this is going to age us completely. I feel like we dealt with, like, the satanic, like, our parents and stuff dealt with the satanic panic. And then, like, our whole childhood was raised on anxiety and, oh, we have to be good, you know? And then the next generations come in and they're like, fuck it, the devil can be a good guy too, you know? And so Krampus is like... (laughs) exactly. Americans... Especially young Americans love the anti-hero. Yes. Because Krampus isn't... The real Krampus actually isn't a bad guy. Right. He's just doing his job. Like, right. That's his job. Um, some of his methods may disagree with. Um, <laughs> but that's but yeah, his job. Um, yeah. Which takes me to my next point of many modern takes of Krampus are just flat out wrong. Because people in a lot of like movies and stuff, he's like the enemy of santa there's one really Mm -hmm. there's a couple movies where like santa comes and fights krampus which are great um which leads me to the 2015 adam scott krampus movie oh my god Um, oh my there's been a lot of uh krampus movies holy Um, shit as you can see on this slide um however the most popular and definitely the highest budget one is the 2015 Krampus starring Adam Scott and Tony Collette. Um, it does not stick to the original <laughs> lore that can be discussed um, because this movie is Santa attempting to murder a family <gasps> after a boy. Well, yeah. So, spoiler free plot synopsis. Um, I'm just going to read this straight off. Yeah. Um, the 2015 movie Krampus is the Krampus in this movie is attempting to murder this family after a boy rips up a letter to Santa because his family has lost the holiday spirit to fighting each other and because of him ripping up the letter and the lack of festive spirit it unleashes the wrath of Krampus so nothing to do with him being naughty just because <laughs> there's no holiday spirit um, and in this movie he's like a, a demonic force whose job is to, like, punish people who don't believe in, like, Christmas spirit. And it just turns into them trying to kill Krampus and him trying to kill them. And it's it's a lot. Um, what episode of Supernatural is this? <laughs> yeah. As I highly recommend watching it. It's a great, like, Christmas time movie just because it's so over the top and ridiculous. And Adam Scott's amazing. Um <laughs> But yeah, so those are the, uh, that has been Modern Takes with Ryan. 
Well, I'll make like a picture of Mothman flying in <laughs> or something. Yeah, and then a little little like flag behind him that says Modern Take. And then in really small text, working title. Working title. <laughs> Ooh, it should be a UFO. <laughs> there we go. Uh, since we're changing things, we're, we get a brainstorm a little on this episode. You guys can see the beautiful yeah. chaos of our art process in motion. Minds at work. <laughs> can you smell the smoke from your seat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, before we get to our alignment chart, um, Kimmy, you got any announcements? Oh, yeah. I totes, I totes got announcements for all you folks. All right. So, again, reminder... We got some major show updates coming your way, so stay tuned. Um, I will give you a little hinty hint. Um, if you haven't written a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcast about our show, go do that today because we will be doing some more review giveaways in the future. Hint, hint. Um, there's a link to write a review you can go to our website, alluring.com, or if you are listening right now from your Apple device and you're like, oh, I'm on Apple Podcasts, just write a review for us. It'll make our day more and more hearts, and it will be, and you may get... cold, cold Krampus season. That's right. If, if I can't have schnapps readily available, the review will fill my heart with warmth and joy <laughs> and if uh you're like me and you can't stay off social media um why not just follow us you know we got instagram facebook we got discord we got twitter we got tiktok and uh we also have a youtube channel I recommend you know just follow it see what happens next year just subscribe um what could yeah happen? just subscribe see what happens there might be some cool stuff coming up uh, yeah, so check it all out. Stay updated on what's going on in the alluring world we're all living in. Um, currently, Instagram and Discord are the best places and most up-to-date. Discord, you can talk right to us. It's pretty sweet. Um, we'd love to see that grow because we want to talk to you guys more. Um, <laughs> please. But that being said, yeah, please. Please send me your memes. When you guys make memes for us. Yes. That warms yes. my heart, and I laugh for they're 20 always, minutes. They're always so great. <laughs> I still laugh at the Canada one that was made to this day. So yeah. thank you <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> anyway. Well, with all that said, let's check out the uh, alluring alignment chart, shall we? <sighs> okay. And we kind of agree. Okay. All we all. You wanna you wanna explain yours first? Cause you got yours up. Not you don't have them full evil. You kind of got them almost borderline. Well, like this is this is the thing I have a hard time with. Okay, <laughs> I just need to read this the damn guy's birth chart to decide <laughs> where to put him yeah. on the chart because he just cause he's I don't. Just because he's, he's a, a demon. demon, I think he may have been around before birth charts. No, I <laughs> don't do that to me <laughs> mentally. Far back to birth charts. Don't go. mentally do. I did look up what his zodiac sign would be, and many quizzes said Scorpio, 
And which makes sense. And this is my justification for it as someone that has a lot of very sweet, loving Scorpios in her life, which is probably why I was so conflicted is because he looks scary and has intimidating aura and gets the job fucking done. But there's nothing about him being an asshole in real life. <laughs> like he seems like he's good pals with Saint Nick. He follows the rules. Yeah. He's not trying to like go around it. He's not like <laughs> I want to say this. He's not like trying to be like uh, unevolved Aries where he's being really like chaotic about it. You know, he's more like on the evolved end of it. <laughs> Someone that sure, gets yeah. astrology will be like, oh my god, <laughs> to that. She's nailing it She's right now. crushing it, <laughs> but you don't understand, which doesn't help our conversation. It's just like, I think he's scary, but I don't know. Is he bad? Cause, is he really evil because he's a demon? Like, he's yeah. just doing his job. He's a bad guy. Is he a bad guy? Right. That whole, that whole thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I put him evil because i mean he's a demon right um i put him not so originally i had him like top corner lawful evil because i was like he's got a job to do it's an evil job but he's doing his job he has a set of rules but then i read like after he kidnaps the kids the methods you know he eats them (laughs) uh throws them into fire um tortures them and i was like I think he's adding on to his, um, like, job a little bit. I don't think <laughs> that's necessarily what he was hired to do. That's not in the description. Um, I think I think he's, yeah, I think he's winging it a little bit. Um, so that was my thought. No, that's, he, those are really good points. I don't know, I thought Krampus yeah. was kind of cute in some of those photos. And again, I saw, like, the... I saw I, mean, I saw the yeah. Krampus girl, so I, that always kind of clouds after my judgment. After I saw, <laughs> yeah, after I saw the eighteen nineties thick Krampus, lawful good baby, <laughs> oh, shoot all the way to the top. You're like done. That's the one. Yeah, that's it right there. That's the one. <laughs> I saw, I saw a meme. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to share it. It's the um, it's so hard to explain. I'm just gonna share it. It's like. And I'm going to continue to try to explain it. As I say, I can't explain it. It was like the tongue of venom. And it was like that Uh kumbacha girl where she was like disgusted. And then she was impressed. And I was like, I should do that with Krampus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's, you see my, you see my image. We'll, we'll get it made. It'll be up on the, it'll be up in discord. For sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. After our discussion and after everything, I put him like straight evil, straight lawful, maybe a little bit down. Because you're right. I just, I always have a hard time of like, but are they a bad guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But he definitely is. <laughs> well, this was fun. This was a fun one. I, I like yeah. this new layout. Let us know what you guys think of our new little flow we got going on. Yeah. It's, yes, please do. It's more of a dance now instead of like first quarter, second quarter sportsy thing. Yeah, we're not tossing each other the ball halfway through the episode. Yeah, when I'm out of breath and I need water and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay, so what are our two 
takeaways from Krampus is mad thick. Um, Krampus is mad. And Krampus is mad thick. And coal doesn't scare children and it's kind of expensive. No, no, no. Krampus is mad thick and always have schnapps on you. That's, there we go. I like that more. That's All right. the one. Oh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Alluring. Have an alluring day. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.